Ultra. Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we crawl our way to the bitter end of the world's end one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. And joining us again, Naomi Wong. Welcome. Hi, hi. <laughs> Today we are preparing to annihilate Minute 27, which begins with Gary chugging his beer and burping and ends with Gary uh, asking who Oliver was on the phone with. This minute is just so full of little microscopic moments that just really yeah. delight delight me for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> like for some reason I think it's really funny and adorable how earnestly uh Pete asks how the funeral was. Yeah. yeah. How was the funeral, Carrie? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that lie. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's great too because as 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 far as we know, he only used that lie on Andy. So He's looking at at him as if like what like it's like a combination. It could be one of taken as one of two ways. Either how do you know about that, <laughs> or, <laughs> or 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 two, what are you talking about? Because I completely forgot about that lie. Um, but uh, it's 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 really good. Just the blank stare, and then Andy being like, earnestly being like your mother's funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Um, really, Welcome really sad. Really, yeah, very really, sad. Really, very sad. <laughs> <laughs> but, but honestly, oh, like when when stuff tra- that is actually genuinely traumatic happens, that is also kind of how you respond that way as well. So, like, it can almost come off as sincere if you didn't know. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, and I guess at this point in the movie, we talked about this a little bit when the when the lie first came up but like you know i don't remember if i i think i did half believe him at the time like well maybe his mom is dead you know uh-huh sure well there's a there's a uh, little deleted bit from from uh his dialogue there um so oh. in the movie they cut from how about really very sad to andy saying it's a shame she was a good woman uh but before that uh, Gary says, how about really very sad? Lots of people wearing black, lots of hats, like a wedding, but where someone's dead. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's a very My Chemical Romance way of looking at a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is he is wearing all black. I also like the idea that uh, that it's like a wedding where everyone wears black, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, notably, where everyone wears black at a wedding. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just, I guess, I guess if it was a Gary King wedding, uh, that would be the case. But oh yeah, yeah, he'd what probably be, be like? into that. I don't know. I don't know. Um, you don't see a lot of goth weddings, surprisingly. Not anymore. Really, goth being like a. Not a a super as as we talked about um, early in the show. Goth is not a uh, a super uh, like 
popular thing currently, I don't think. I wonder hmm. if it'll ever come back. Everything sure comes will. back. Everything Probably comes after back. all of this, there's a lot of little goths being uh, incubated, I think, right now. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they know it yet, but uh, they're going to they're gonna become teenagers and uh, uh, realize that they hate everything about the world. And, sure. Uh, I mean, like, you know, and- being trapped inside. <laughs> yeah. With your there's emotions. This- I mean, there's people who have already started naming their newborn children after the virus. Corona? Yeah. That's I think, I, think, I think I saw something about a set of twins where one of them was called Corona and then one of them was called COVID or something like that. And I'm like, yeah. what's wrong with you? Why would you name your child that? Free of context, COVID kind of has like a Patrick Rothfuss vibe to it, you know? <laughs> this is COVID, my son. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a boy, a boy girl set of twins, and the the girl was <laughs> no, Corona, no. and the male was COVID. Why would you do that to your children? I don't it's know. Like, what am I named? Oh, you're named after that thing that wiped out thousands, yeah. tens of thousands of people. <laughs> uh, this is my son, September 11th. Uh, yeah, God. <laughs> and my my daughter, World Trade Center. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> I just like Vietnam. Get down from there. <laughs> uh, get off the shed vietnam <laughs> pearl <laughs> harbor get in here <laughs> it's time for dinner wow pearl and harbor i don't know i live in la that actually feels like it could happen i think because it's long enough oh, oh, oh like a long time ago that yeah. like people could have named their kids after the michael bay movie not the actual <laughs> historical oh, event no. <laughs> this is my daughter hastings one. I always think that stuff wouldn't happen, and then I remember there are people who don't know that the Titanic is a real story. Right, yeah. Right. And they're like, like, why would you tell me the ending? I'm like, how do you not know about the Titanic? It's like the most famous <laughs> ship story that there is. Yeah. yeah. If you, you know, here's the thing, though. If 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 uh, if old Jim Cameron hadn't have come along, would have the, would the Titanic have seeded into the, the, the consciousness, the popular mm. consciousness? You know? mm. We'll never know. Well, I think the problem the problem I think is not uh the fact I I I think that you're actually thinking of it in the opposite way because I actually think that it's because of James Cameron that the horror, historical event has faded from consciousness where uh, some people because the movie has superseded it whereas <laughs> if the movie had never happened then the event the historical event would still be top dog um everyone, no longer. <laughs> everyone would remember it from learning about it in school Right. Or on the History Channel and not the Ballad of Jack and Rose. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's been 94 years. Um, 84 years. 84 years. Well, it's been longer now. I can still now. smell uh, the fresh paint. I think it's been, I think it's actually been uh, 110 years it has, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but, so, but the quote, man, the quote. Yeah. You know, I saw, I think it was Lindsay Ellis, and she was like, I hope I get to live until 20, whatever, so that I can say it's been 84 years since the movie Titanic. <laughs> oh, man. That would be good. And then, uh, uh, I don't know. I some something about, oh, man, going, hello. And then Simon Bingham, <laughs> hello, mate. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's such a genuinely- pure moment. Yeah, <laughs> he just can't wait to change the subject because he doesn't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, although I do, I do really like. Just before that, I do like that Andy says, uh, "I really liked your mom," and Gary's like, "Yeah, me too." <laughs> yeah. <me too. laughs> oh. oh man. 
hello, hello, mate. (laughs) But genuinely, I hate when people have those Bluetooth headsets and they do that sort of thing. I'm like, man. I'm very fortunate. I don't think I've ever talked to someone that had a Bluetooth headset on. I don't think I have either. I mean, other than like, no, no one that I know. I have talked to uh, strangers in like customer service mm. situations. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's my main interact is like was like when I yeah. worked at the video store in Vancouver, and there'd be people like on the phone, and I'm like, hey, yeah. I need you to actually pay attention to me because I need to get your customer details. I cannot rent you this movie until you get off the phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or they ask a question that's when you're the only two people in the store seems <laughs> oh like it's a question directed to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and then you answer it and then they look at you weird as if like, why are you you're talking to me? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, dude, look at look at this from situation from my perspective, um, because you look crazy. Uh, <laughs> so. uh, yeah. The uh, the Bluetooth thing though, I feel like that doesn't happen as much as it used to. Like I I, I feel like um, this was like a bit of a fad. Yeah, it, it kind of went the way of the uh, the pager. It, it it ended up not being as ubiquitous, I think, as people foresaw. Yeah, yeah, because I remember there was like that whole arc on Doctor Who with the Cybermen where it was like ah Bluetooth, right? Kids, I love Russell T Davies. <laughs> 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 These people look like oh. fools. I'll show them. They're, they're all turning into robots, right? <laughs> people uh. remember the one about the 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 fat that becomes a little 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 alien glob things. And yeah, it was all right. yeah, the adipose. The adipose. Yeah. Oh man, simply times. <laughs> I, love, I love that episode just for the just for that one interaction that that the Doctor and Donna have through the doors. Oh, it's, oh, it's, so it's, it's iconic. If, if, if there was nothing else in that episode, I wouldn't have cared. Because of that interaction, yeah. Oh, it's so good. And I believe that's Mark Gatiss playing the the baddie in that episode. No, wasn't no, there? There no, was no, the, no. there was the nanny, right? Yeah, it was a woman. Oh, the, the foster mother. <laughs> yeah, whatever it was a they woman called her. Who was... It's been a while since I watched Doctor Who. Yeah, no, he was the villain. Mark Gatiss was the villain in um, the episode where the guy wants to live forever, Lazarus Experiment, or Lazarus yes. something. Yeah. And then he was, uh, he was, uh, 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 he was in, wasn't he in the, um, Mars episode that he wrote? No, no. He was in the, uh, twice upon a, a time or yeah. Twice a. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He was uh, the world war one pilot. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's been, he's been in the show twice as two different characters. And I think that was, I think those were the two. He's the Rachel um, Dratch or Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we get who's, some, oh man, who, I don't know. Yeah, who, who, who among us. Has gotten lost on a ring road. I, my town, my hometown installed a roundabout. I don't know if that's the same thing. Um, f- from my understanding, uh, ring road is like, I mean, technically it is round, but it's, it's, um, I, I don't know how familiar you are. I'm like, the, I'm thinking about like places like London and stuff where it's basically there's a road that goes around the outside of a town. Hmm. So you can oh. bypass the town if you want to, and there's exits off of it. Um, but it's like when you exit the motorway, you quite often go onto the ring roads, and then you eventually exit into the actual town itself. Oh, okay. oh. that sounds yeah. like what Sam's going through. Yeah, that's 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 what's confusing though about this is that there's she's getting lost in a ring road, and then there's 
the the town is known for having the first roundabout. So it's like <laughs> it's I very con- that's very confusing. That's too many circles. Uh, I, th- I it's, think it's, there's too it's many. Not, it's it's not too confusing for UK audiences though, because we're used to it. Yeah, I guess sure. so. I, so I very strange. I assume that the uh, that maybe the, the the roundabout or the the ring road came after the roundabout. Yeah, I hmm. guess so. I would assume so. Probably. I mean, wait, hang on. I'm is there, is a, ring when, road, uh, a ring road is like kind of like a like an interstate kind of situation, like a highway. Uh, or no? Yeah, I want to say yes. It's difficult because I don't drive, so I'm like oh, not oh. up to up to snuff on the uh, gotcha. on the old uh, road laws and and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. fr- from this, just from my understanding, is that they're sort of they are like the bigger roads like motorways that's interesting because in indiana uh in indianapolis uh which is like the the capital of of indiana like kind of the biggest city in indiana there's a uh there's a highway um that uh it's called 465 and it goes around in a circle goes around indianapolis so that you can kind of like get off at and be like kind of near whatever area in Indianapolis yeah. you need to be, um, yeah. or you use it to bypass it entirely. Uh, so it sounds like that's a ring road versus yeah, that's, that's that's a ring road. Yeah. Okay. All right. Interesting. So yeah, like the only way to, the ring road. like the only way for when I moved down to London here, like if if it weren't for ring roads, oh man, <laughs> that, that would be a big yikes. <laughs> I don't know how you would get lost on a ring road though. Oh, it's easy to do. Oh, okay. Es- especially right. if, because when this was made before, like Google Maps was really big, right? I mean, uh huh. Like it was less used. Um, like now it's a bit easier, but even then, like, hmm. I mean, I, I, when I, when I'm in the passenger seat for my mom, even I'll have Google Maps and it'll be giving directions, but she'll still ask me every five seconds, like what the next thing is. And then I'll have to answer just as it started to answer. And then we miss an exit because no, no one knew what was going on. (laughs) So it's, you know, it's easily done. Some of them are pretty confusing. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. It's weird. I I guess, uh, you know, I always assumed they were the same thing because later when she comes back for them at the end of the movie, and they're like, you came back. And she's like, yes, well, I got lost on the ring road. And then, yeah. and then like the very first thing that they do as they leave town is like jump over the, the roundabout. And so I've always just associated like, oh, she went around the ring road and came back the way that she went from. Like, that's what I <laughs> assumed happened was that like, she, I don't know. Like she just got lost on the roundabout. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'd always assumed that she'd, she'd gone to, to the ring road. And then she went around the town, basically, and was trying to find the exit for London, but then accidentally en- exited back the way she came, oh. having gone all the way around. Okay. So, um, so same, same concept, just, uh, just, just a different... Yeah, which which a would different account for why it took a, a sp- longer to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think enough. the answer is we all just stop driving. There's just... <laughs> There's just nothing but different versions of roundabouts in England, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> you know, All the roads gotta... around. <laughs> Magic roundabouts, ring roads. I just imagine Arthur Weasley driving on a ring road for the first time. Oh, he'd be delighted. 
He would he would be like Mr. Bean and just go yeah. round and round and round. Like, isn't this fantastic? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, I uh. I really like the uh, the the look that Oliver gives Gary when she asks him on the phone, "Is Gary there?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 he is. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, also, it's, it's been a while since I watched this with commentary, but I do. I do recall them sort of like making fun of Martin Freeman a lot because of The Hobbit. Uh-huh, definitely. Is that, yeah. is that correct? Am yeah. I recollection right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, just... that happens constantly in every commentary. Because <laughs> he, he, came, he came straight off of The Hobbit for this, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All of them? Yeah, yeah I think so, because they, they filmed them all back to back to back, right? And so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember yeah. it broke in McKellen. Yeah, I think he, yep. I think he, they, they filmed all of them, and, uh, and then he, he uh, came and did this. I think he might have even been required to go back for reshoots at one mm. point and so they didn't even have him for the whole shoot i think mm. um but uh yeah <laughs> it's uh uh god i i he's so good at this he's just so good yeah, yeah it's ridiculous i imagine this must have been a really fun reprieve from the hobbits i mean you know he he uh he had a big company of, of dwarven actors to play against, but this must have been really fun to just kind of do some back and forth actor yeah. stuff on sets. Go back to your yeah. old pals and, and do the Yeah. The banter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um yeah, it would be nice. It would be really nice to see like Benedict Cumberbatch like stop doing uh, special British snowflake movies like biopics and <laughs> and uh, like do some comedy because he's like he's funny like he's a funny guy I wish he would do more comedy stuff um, like it would have been nice to see him in this or yeah or something by Armando Inanucci yeah sure that would work too but yeah I, I feel like he needs to uh, cut loose a little bit and do some more uh, comedy and not stop trying to win an Oscar he's not going to win well, he's about to be—he's uh, about to be in a Sam Raimi movie, and those are always hilarious. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. That'll be good. We've already seen him play that part a few times, but yeah, I'm excited for—I'm I'm excited for Doctor Strange to get like bonked on the head and actually hear like a bonk. Yeah. Oh no, that's going to be great. Lots of dancing demons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe a moose that laughs from its—it's—it's its, its, uh, a moose. <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> so uh the song barely audible over the back over the background in the bar is do you remember the first time by pulp mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. first released on the 21st of march 1994 uh the song's lyrics are not necessarily about first sexual encounters but rather a plea from the singer for his lover not to return to her partner no matter how much it makes good sense for her and her straight-laced partner to be together in the end, the singer resigns himself to losing his lover, if only for the night, as long as she saves a piece of her heart for him. Yikes. So wow. that's, a, that's a rough one. That's a rough well, go. Well, that's Jarvis <laughs> Cocker for you. Wow. And uh, I don't know. It's kind of kind of apropos a little bit, kind of kind of uh, somewhat reminiscent of at least Gary's perspective of him and Sam's past. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> Man, what a bummer. Hey, man, that's pulp. That's pulp, baby. 
Hey man, that's pulp. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, uh, this is another one of those songs on this soundtrack because this is on the World's End soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I loved the song. I loved listening to it, but it took me a few times seeing the movie before I found where the song was in the movie. Oh, I mean, I missed it. I didn't hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was like, it was probably my sixth or seventh time watching the movie before I was like, oh, there it is. It's, it's in this scene. Uh, Cause you're so focused on like, you know, what they're saying because it's such a good scene that mm-hmm. you don't really, you don't really hear it. Um, yeah. Anyway. Oh, Pulp. I, I hadn't noticed before when uh, Gary sits back, he, he like grabs Andy's hand and he's like, um, no. <laughs> I hadn't <laughs> noticed that before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when he's saying that he loves his mom too. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no. Not, not that kind of moment. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's good. Um, all right. Well, I think that, uh, I think that's all we got to talk about here. Uh, Naomi, why don't you tell people about the live read that we have going on? Oh, yes. Yes. So this, what day of the week are we on? Oh gosh. So Saturday. Yes. (laughs) It's been a long week. Um, yeah, Saturday we've, we've got this live read of this wonderful script that these guys have written. Um, and I mean, I've been looking forward to doing this for a while. Like, you guys sent me the, the I think it was a second draft mm-hmm. back in early 2018, I think. I think it I was actually, say. like, late 2017, actually. I, no, no, it must, have, it must have been early 2018 because I was on tour at the time, which is why I remember it. Oh, I, like, specifically, okay. I, was, I was on Vancouver Island when you sent me the script because I was sharing a room with my castmate and I told her all about it and I was excited. Um, So yeah, I've I've been really looking forward to seeing what came of it. Um, Bit bummed out, obviously, but also like excited for what we get to do. Um, And I love the songs, even if they're giving me a bit of trouble with my because my fingers are refusing to cooperate, but it'll be all good. So yeah, there's going to be original songs. There's going to be fun times. It's a good time, guys. You should come. Yeah. Pro tip, pro tip. Come. So that is uh, 12 noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, and 8 p.m. British British time. time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that is uh, on YouTube, duelinggenre.com. Or no, youtube.com slash dueling genre. I don't have it the other way around. Uh, <laughs> youtube.com slash dueling genre. Uh, and uh, we will be uh, posting about it on all of our social media accounts. So um, be on the lookout there. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with more of The World's End. Uh, minute 28, specifically, uh, tomorrow. But in the meantime, let's boo-boo. Do you remember the fall?